0: Friends, and welcome back to another exciting episode of Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. I am one of your caffeinated hosts, Jamie. And I'm Mark. And uh, thank you for coming back to another podcast of ours. This is number 51,
1: episode 51. And if you're paying attention, what we're doing is we're breaking this down. This is will be our 23rd episode this season. We're going to break down each season by each year. So it's very well organized. Figure we start that off from the beginning. So this is episode 23 of this year. But fifty-one overall. But fifty-one overall. So, thank you so much for joining us for fifty-one episodes. Yes, uh, we are talking WWE AEW and everything in between
0: yes we have a lot of uh titles on the line that are not involved with actually either of those promotions well not
1: yet anyways
0: yes of course so let's let's start off by talking about uh wwe and it's been quite an exciting uh week yeah we just finished up with a premium live event and we're getting ready for just right on money in the bank it's that time of year
1: money in the bank's right around the corner we've got uh Whole bunch of championship news between uh, different or new women's tag champions. We yes. have some uh, Universal and uh, uh, WWE champion news. Uh, we've got obviously Seth Rollins has his new belt. I mean, there's there's belts galore in WWE right yeah. now. Yeah, well, um, let's get right into it then. Yeah, I, I, don't, I we gotta we gotta start out with the bloodline. Like, I'm sorry, like I I feel like that has been like the WWE's biggest storyline for two years at this point. And to be honest with you, the past couple of weeks, ever since uh, Crown Jewel, been kind of stale
0: it's been a little stale they're Almost running stale. a lot on the storyline oh, any man. matches that they do even going to crown jewel it's uh our crown jewel knight of champions you Night said that champions. you got me all yeah, messed yeah. Up. Sorry. sorry even from knight of champions it hasn't been the most exciting wrestling at least for me no. personally it's definitely been more of what exactly is going to happen and this week no. on smackdown we had roman's 1000th day celebration as champion
1: now, even before that, though, we got to talk about the interaction, Kevin Owens, because you were talking about how it's, we've just kind of had like in, like matches, interactions that didn't, yeah. do that didn't do anything, we had an interaction between Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, and Imperium.
0: Yeah, I'd be happy to give this
1: a moment. Which, just, yeah, just a moment to, to point out, I love the, the levity that Kevin Owens comes to WWE with, to where he points out the tropes and the cliches, and one of them being, and I don't have the audio queued up, I did, but I forgot, and I messed up the tab, doesn't really matter, but... He comes, or they're, him and Sammy are out there just talking because they're champions. That's what they do.
0: But it's Kevin Owen and Sammy. So if you right. come out to the ring, you know, we're all going to listen. When
1: all of a sudden Imperium's music pops up and they come out breaking. And as Kevin Owens put, uh, points out, the golden rule of nobody called their name. They yeah. didn't call them out. What are you doing here? Nobody you said know? anything about Gunther or or Giovanni <laughs> or or Ludwig. Like nobody talked. And and it was just, I, I just want to bring that to attention because it happens very little in the WWE, the WWE doesn't. Yeah, really make they fun don't really of the break down the fourth that wall. They've you know? developed, yeah, that they've made over the years, and I just really enjoyed it. It was a really fun. Kevin Owens went on this like thirty second tirade uh-huh. of "We didn't call you out. You broke the the unwritten rule. You know you're not supposed to come out unless somebody you know says yeah, something." And he's
0: getting all worked up like he has been a lot lately. And Sammy's like, "Kevin, you know, like calm down." It I was got the internet, this. It was
1: it was like the internet wrestling community in in an in individual exactly.
0: In so he uh, it was absurd. Sammy's like you know quit being so ridiculous and he basically says the same thing but you know we didn't call you out we didn't say your name so it's (laughs) it's
1: okay there maybe they're out here to say something and then yeah it turns to them he goes you did break that rule though so i mean there is that so i just wanted to point that out like it, it has to do with the bloodline but it doesn't have to do with the bloodline and i just the match that ended up collecting between uh uh, Kevin, Kevin Owens Sami Zayn And the Judgment Day Had nothing to do Even with the Imperium But I think it had Something to do with Money in the Bank Later on But that doesn't matter The Bloodline i They've got me again They hooked me so hard back into this into into this it was story interesting.
0: Line. They've been pumping us up for weeks, even before Crown Jewel happened. That there was going to be this big thousandth day celebration yep. for Roman Reigns. Didn't really explain what was going to happen. No, they just said there, um,
1: and they do that all the time. It's very vague. It's there's a celebration, there's a, an acknowledgement. All there's you have to ceremony. say is Roman.
0: You know we're in. Yeah. So yeah. it ended up being the main event of SmackDown. Um, the usual. He comes main down. Main event home. being
1: the main attraction at the end of the show. Not of course, the main of course. The of the
0: no, show. no, no, no. The main, the main attraction. Uh, we actually started off the celebration with Triple H, who comes out to the ring.
1: Oh, I was out. I wasn't even in the, watching at the time. I was out working out. Yeah, I ran had, and got ra- Mark.
0: I was like, this is important because there was a podium with a title being covered over it, and I knew something was about to happen. So Triple H basically comes out, gloats about Roman Reigns, says that you're going to be telling your children. And your grandchildren about Roman Reigns. Your babies, and his, your
1: grandbabies, your grandbabies' babies. Yeah,
0: his, his, about the reign that he has been able to have in WWE. This is going to be legendary. And um, it really and that, mean, it
1: has been. It's been the first... Yeah. He even pointed out that he's been the first individual to hit a milestone like this in what, I think it was 30, 40 years, something Yeah, like I think that. he said that, so Which almost 40 years. Which all accolades, golf clap goes to Roman Reigns. Like, Absolutely. It is what it is. Despite
0: how many title t- title defenses he's had. He's what,
1: 28?
0: Something like that, yeah.
1: Orange Cassidy, he's got 23. Yeah. <laughs> Actually Jade Cargill has somewhere around I think it's twenty eight.
0: Yeah.
1: It's somewhere right around there. Yeah, so title defenses mean nothing, but Roman Reigns, like you you took what, a thousand days to get those title defenses? Like we're talking how long has Orange Cassidy had that belt?
0: Uh, in it's not even a year, a year yeah. yeah so
1: I mean suck a nut absolutely incredible True tribal king right there yeah
0: <laughs> sloth king style baby um, sloth king I'm telling you so yeah uh, that cues you know the bl- the bloodline as what they are now which is solo the wise man Paul Heyman and of course your tribal treat right. chief Roman Reigns
1: <laughs> tribal treat Um, you so trying to tell the- me something oh
0: my god so they all come out to the- I'm not even gonna acknowledge that one Uh, they all come out to the ring and Triple H is like here you go Zaddy, we got you this. Uh, Zaddy. You know, we got you this uh new belt. And he pulls off the, I don't want to
1: acknowledge that, but Zaddy. Yeah,
0: he pulls off the, the black, you know, little little nice little cloth covering up the title and pulls out I don't know, it looked fake to me. It looked like a gold okay. version I, of the the what is it, the undisputed WWE Universal the, Championship?
1: You, it is the undisputed WWE Universal Championship.
0: You literally just said what I said.
1: I, I just wanted to make sure, like, I, and that might even be <laughs> You're wrong. Talk it out That your might head. even be wrong here. Yeah. Um. So Triple H hands him over this brand new belt. Paul Heyman takes the Universal belt from Roman. Now they didn't from his di- waist. From his waist, they didn't. They never announced officially that this is going to replace the two belts. Heyman puts the two belts around his shoulders. They put the belt around Roman. Well, actually, at first he's walking around with it, holding it up. Trips puts it around his waist, and you know that's. Uh, Then we hear, you know, it moves on, but that's, that's it. They don't, they don't tell us whether they're replacing the belts. They don't know. I don't know if they're taking the other two belts. My theory, we'll get to it here in a second. Uh, But the Usos end up coming in. And at this point, I've absolutely, I've sat back down later on and was watching this. I, I was already glued to the TV. Because the the championship just looked like boo-boo. I'm sorry. I didn't really I didn't like, like, it. like it. I
0: actually like the old one better. And my personal opinion, old, my opinion is the most belt. important. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because if you haven't seen it, it's just the universal championship the black belt with the gold trim, but oh, I like instead, that one so much more. Instead of the WWE logo having a black background like the current Universal Championship, it now has an all gold background, and I just, I don't, it just—I don't—it looks cheap to me. It does. It, I, I said, I said, it looks like an old Impala with all the without the—I'm sorry, not the Impala, an old. uh Whatever the hell, I can't remember the car I even said, but just one of the ones with all the cheap trim, the stupid chrome, uh-huh. that just out of place. Trying too
0: hard almost, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: it just doesn't, I don't know, I didn't like it.
0: I didn't really like it either, but Roman was excited about it, he puts on the belt, and then, you know, like you said, Paul puts the two on his shoulders, and it's like, what happened? Are these replacing the other yeah, two? We had no discussion whatsoever. Now? Yeah, is this how Roman gets his gets his belt? Like he didn't win the tag team championships, but now he still got three and even belts, at the belts. So who and cares? The,
1: even at the end of this whole segment, he ends up leaving with all three.
0: Yeah, it was really weird. But oh. like you said, the USO, you know, USO, you hear all that, and Crowd they come pops. out, and of course, because it's like, what the hell is going to happen with this? So Jimmy comes in red hot. His eyes are almost bulging when he gets angry, you know, and he's just going off, and he's like, "What kind of brother are you to Roman?" Uh,
1: lots of family know. stuff lots of like emotional downheart like yeah like really, really, really giving good, him the like, business really. and
0: roman's getting real worked up and um basically roman is like okay okay like you know you keep talking about your brothers well let's see what your brother has to say and hands on the mic and and solo is when it gets really interesting because of course solo doesn't
1: ever say anything right we, we've heard one or two things from him
0: he doesn't really he's a man a few words and roman hands him the mic and he looks at roman and he's like listen like i acknowledge you as the tribal chief but those are my brothers and stands over with the usos jimmy and jay so it's like all right so what are we doing here we got three brothers on one side we got roman and of course the the wise man in the background on the other side and jimmy again starts getting worked up pushes roman roman starts to get really pissed off and and jay is like what are we doing here right you know like we're better together like let's get back together let's be the bloodline like that's what we're supposed to be here you know and and Jimmy's like you're right you're right and tries to pitch it to Roman like we're better together like he said something like do you want to be on the the island of relevancy by yourself like right. you know we should be a group like we should be we're better together and Roman gave him this really long awkward <laughs> hug after like wiping the tears away from solo leading it wasn't
1: that awkward He it was like a you could tell that he had a lot of emotions and I, yeah. think, I think it was the, re, the reason why he was that way because of what, what happened next I yeah, think he, he was. I, I don't think it was like a. I'm hugging you because I'm sad. I think it was. A, I'm hugging you because I'm sorry for what I'm going to have to do to you. And then, lo and behold, he says he grabs the mic, says no, backs up, and Solo uh Simone spikes Jay, Jimmy Jimmy in the throat. I, I I think it was. I think it was one of those mafia moves. One of those, you know. You know, I've already thought of this before you came out here, kind of things. Like I already just in case
0: they show up. Yeah,
1: I guarantee. Like that's what it is. He's in the back, and you know that dark brooding sense, and he looks over at, You know, hey, wise man, what do you think about tonight? And he says something to him, and then he looks over and Solo and says, Solo, tonight your brother's going to come out, and they're going to they're going to try us. They're going to try the island and the relevancy, Um, and you're going to have to take them down. We need to make a statement.
0: Maybe so, but I mean, when the Usos came out, Roman looked right at at. Paul Heyman was like, you said they Mm -hmm. weren't going to be here.
1: Yeah. Because, well, of course he did because he didn't expect him to be there. But at the same time, Roman's been champion for a thousand days. That's the whole idea is he's this, this ultimate super bad guy. Like he's, he is Kingpin from daredevil. He's, you know, uh, uh, Doc Ock from Spider-Man. Like he's the epitome of the, the AEW bad guy and a
0: w or a w <laughs> jesus
1: christ i'm sorry W. bad you know calm down you know he's the top guy nobody can beat him he's thought of everything whether it's che- getting you know help from outside or he's got paul Heyman, you know pulling the strings on the inside like he's always got his thumbs and fingers and yeah shit. like that's the whole thing and and that's what he did he knew there's a possibility his brothers were going to show up regardless of what he's heard so he already has plans in place get solo on his side and just shows to everybody like i'm that dude like I thought of everything
0: well I think that sounds great but to me I didn't get that vibe at all I didn't get that vibe in any way and I I hope if that is what they intended like you said that there is some type of elaboration of it next week like we saw this coming we were prepared for this kind of thing because it just came off as like really awkward for me because of course solo switches sides I'm in I'm like oh what are we doing here and I, I to me I wish it just had ended there I wish I it had know. left us it. wanting more. Maybe like Solo's the guy that goes in with his brothers right. and kind of like betrays I, I, him later. I think that's where I they're going the with it. I think the swerve happened way too quick. They were like, "Oh, I'm with my brothers." Psych. Here's the Simone spike. You know, like, n- no. Nope.
1: I think they're. I think they did. I think they did it just right. I think because it's got me wanting to watch next week. It's got me wanting to find out why Solo chose Roman over his blood brothers, but it's,
0: then immediately changed his mind. I think it would have been better if or, Solo sorry. would have I'm
1: sorry I'm miss, I misspoke I meant to say I want to know why Solo chose yeah chose Roman over his bro- blood okay. brothers. I want to know why he he did that obviously because it was a it was a swerve on the Usos. He did that so he could gain their trust, drop their guard and then take them out as a statement. And then he but I want but next week I want to know why. I want to know I want to hear it from Roman or Solo or Paul as to why Solo is decided to side with Roman because that those are his brothers. Exactly what they did. They set that up. I like. I don't know. I, cool. this I just didn't me, get the
0: same thing. I really me didn't so feel it. so much
1: more back into the storyline. I am really excited for SmackDown next okay. week. I'm excited to see what this is building up to. Whether it's gonna be we're gonna see Solo finally turn and actually join his brother's side because I'm sure that's what's going to happen. But I think they finally. Or not finally, I think they did this in order to make it not as cliche and as railroad as everybody thinks it's going to be.
0: I just feel like there wasn't enough time to let that sink in that Solo was done with Roman. Right. To be like, oh my God, when it happened, I went, oh... I was really bummed. I would have rather been swerved and thought like for the next two or three weeks that Solo is with his bros. Right. We see, we don't see anything. And then all of a sudden now we see like Solo talking to Roman, how Jay used to talk to Sammy, like one of those situations where it's like reminiscent of that. And we don't know that. But as like the undercover, like backstage kind of shit, we do know it. Right. I think that would have been a little bit more fun, but I felt like the immediate swerve was just... Like there was no plan behind it. So for me, it, it actually, I got really excited until the till it went back to Roman. I don't know. I feel like they're milking it for way too long. It's like when you really fall in love with a show and now you're on like season like 14. It's like Grey's Anatomy. Right. I, I'm hooked on Grey's Anatomy, but I'm on season like what, 212? Yeah. I already know what's going to happen. So it's not really as exciting anymore. And it's kind of you know actually losing happen? it for me. I feel like it's inevitable that Solo is going to fight Roman at some point. Right. So maybe that's why they did it, to tiptoe it and then be like, but that's you can not still really going to happen. Here. You
1: can still do that with this story. You can story do that here, and yeah. And make it mean even more because he sides with Roman and Roman continuously abuses him and uses him and manipulates him mm-hmm. and puts him in bad spots and gets him hit- hurt. Like, And it just drives further and further and further home that he should have picked with his brother. So when it finally comes to a head, it finally comes to a crescendo at enter whatever premium live event, whether yeah. it's Money in the Bank, whether it's fucking whatever's after money in the bank. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be
0: two or three more PLEs before we even...
1: I think get a it's separation gonna, of the bloodline. I don't know. I I, th- I think I think they did. I think they did a great job with it. I, it's got me pulled back into uh-huh. it, and I'm excited to see what happens next week.
0: My concern is that they're going to just do the similar thing, and it's going to be Roman and Solo versus the Usos now, and it's going to be this back and forth for like six to eight weeks. Yeah, and then something's going to happen, and then we might get so. It's just like ah, I just wish some of this would happen. I wish some of this would happen, and I know this is what. WWE does. They, they they break you down. They're like, this isn't going to happen. It's just not. And you're like, maybe this week. And they're like, no, absolutely. It's not going to happen this week. It's not happening next week. It's not happening never. And then after 45 weeks, they do it. Right. They do it. Dolph cashes in the money in the bank. Like, it happens, you know? And then it's way more exciting when it does. But, you know, you got to enjoy the journey. And the journey, I'm, I'm a little bit off the path.
1: Well, I guess we'll see what happens. It's, it's we. I'm sure we're, we're nowhere near the end of this, so... All right, winding back to RAW earlier in the week, we also saw the crowning of a new WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. Now, the tag titles were vacated by uh, Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez. After Liv Morgan, I believe she was, it was her shoulder; she got hurt, right?
0: Yeah, by Dakota Kai.
1: Uh, then actually, they ended made up that hurting clear. Herself. Both of them end up getting hurt in that exchange, and uh, so for instead of any other alternative, uh, I'm even going to go back to the tag match between Lita and Becky Lynch who where Lita got hurt and they just had Trish Stratus step in Right, like it was nothing.
0: There was nobody else that could like substitute for her.
1: Not even maybe a tag partner that she could tag with in this four-way tag match for the women's championship yeah. match and at least give her the titles so that they would be defending it in a four-women's. Yeah, Whatever. That's Anyways. not what
0: happened here. They, we, they had to actually vacate the titles so if Raquel yes. won the titles again she'd be she, starting a new reign with So
1: technically yeah she loses whoever the she titles picked. she loses the titles it becomes vacated congratulations to vacated by the way if you have not checked out Vacated on, <laughs> on Twitter, Twitter, I don't remember what the... I think it's at VacatedWWE. Follow follow them. They're amazing. They have more title reigns than anybody I ever know. And if you don't follow us on Twitter, at CW Wrestling Pod, uh, where we tweet every week with uh, Raw, SmackDown, Dynamite, and Rampage, and soon-to-be Collision, which great oh boy that's gonna be a difficult one we ugh. anyways uh so yeah we see a four-way women's tag match for the wwe tag women's tag team championships man wrestling titles i know and they're killing us we saw uh like i said raquel rodriguez teamed up with shotzi uh who switched over to go to smackdown who be switched over to go tag f- partner. from raw to smackdown to be the tag partner so you think okay maybe they have a chance to win uh, against uh, Ronda Rousey and Shana, ba- Shana, ba- Shana Baszler, got to put my podcast lips on. Uh, Bailey and EO Sky because da- uh, Dakota Kai is out. Or I'm sorry,
0: yes, yeah, you got it.
1: Dakota Kai is out. God, these Correct. names. And then you also had uh, Chelsea Green and Sonia Deville t- tagging. Who's I'm actually enjoying that tag. I, will, I love it. Um, it works. I I don't know. I apparently Ronda Rousey kicked somebody's door in and demanded that they tag with Shayna and well, they're no, like we're gonna I, I, I don't know
0: that got debunked Shayna said that that wasn't true that was the rumor on the the mill you know you can't trust anything wrestling wise but apparently that's the rumor was that Ronda Rousey knocked down the door and was like give us the titles this is ridiculous no no she
1: just knocked down the door and said I want to team with Shayna yeah and then they decided well okay we're gonna give you the titles because we were gonna do that anyways yeah. I, just, it, it, I don't know. I, I don't know what we you, you
0: called this months ago that they were going to get the title. Yeah, but against. it
1: just, it doesn't feel, well, I mean, the rumor mill was was months ago. It's not like I, like, geniusly thought of it and woke up in the middle of the night and I'd be like, oh, they're going to get the titles. It's just shit you read online. It's, you know, and I heard rumors that that, that was the talk in WWE creative. And I, back then I was like, I don't understand it. I'm not a big fan of Ronda Rousey as a wrestler. I f- want to like Shayna Baszler as a, a, a you know, a WWE wrestler, but I just with her teaming with Ronda, I just can't get behind it. Agreed. I don't like Ronda's <laughs> style of wrestling. I don't right. like. I just don't like her. I'm sorry. Like, it does nothing I for me. I don't either. I get it. Like, he, they move numbers, or she moves numbers. But for not me, not in a does positive nothing. way,
0: though. I, it really seems like oh, I the guarantee majority she's of number one. One of
1: the top ones in sales. I guarantee she is. She's I a really huge don't know. Name. I really don't know. But I just I get why WWE uses her. She was a big name before she came to WWE. And in her own respect, I just, I just don't like her. I just mm-hmm. don't like her, and I didn't. I don't like the decision to give her, them the tag titles. Um, I just, I, I don't know. And the end
0: of the match that they had was kind of boo boo too. The end of the
1: match they have is boo boo. Well, they their promos had, are boo boo.
0: No, 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 no. The four way match here. I'm just so, talking about Ronda and Shayna. Yeah. Well, it came down to. Rhonda and Shotzi were in the ring. Shotzi was up on the top rope, and she was going to come down, I think maybe like an elbow drop or something onto right. Rhonda, and jumped about three and a half feet forward so that Rhonda could put her in her, her the arm bar, and yep. that was it.
1: And it, within, within, what, milliseconds, she tapped.
0: And it had to be Shotzi, the person that Raquel picked as her partner. It couldn't have been somebody else. They had to just kick Raquel while she was down
1: and talk about uh, what, what are we doing with Shotzi Wait, like, before you and I started watching WWE Shotzi was all over TV as soon as we watch start watching it's like all of a sudden she's go- like completely gone she shows up for random matches with Natalia in four ways
0: she's had a bad stint of injuries unfortunately and what they have planned for her is a money in the bank qualifying match against EO Sky. and every time I see the card I'm just like Whew. That's going to be tough for Shotzi. I don't think she's going to look good on this one.
1: Oh, no, especially after you had a uh, interaction between Eosky and uh, Asuka. Oh, the, that's just so good. The Grayson Waller effect. Right? Uh, if I- you
0: didn't get a chance to see the subtitled version of that interaction, do yourself a favor. Thank you to whoever Go on, on Twitter out. actually d- goes and makes sure that these are translated so we know what they're saying. But Eosky came out to the ring and said, I'm going to win the Money in the Bank qu- a, you know, match mm-hmm. and I'm going to get the briefcase. I'm going to cash it in on you. Right. And Oscar told her that she was a, nothing but a child and that children weren't allowed into the ring. And then they just went back and forth. And yeah. then, yeah, it, it, and now I it's supposed it. to be, you know, blended See, into shots is, of getting a chance for the money in the bank. And
1: it, it's, I love it. I like, I'm, 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 I'm totally on board for an Eosky, uh Oscar title match. I,
0: a, I really like hope that. it goes that way. Um, I know a lot of people aren't really excited that uh, uh, everybody who, insinuates that they're going to win the, the title or the the Money in the Bank briefcase has already kind of said, like, oh, if I win, I'm going to challenge you. And now um, Gunther comes out and tells Riddle, you know, mm-hmm. you should win it because then you can cash it in on me. So it's... it's They're kind of like trying to teasing like storylines, which I kind of like. You know, normally they don't do that. It's just a clear cut. Oh, if this person wins, right, you know, right. they might go for whatever belt. So it's kind of interesting in the way that it's going, but... Um, yeah, it better come down to, to EO and Oscar. I just I hope, hope EO so. wins it anyways. She's so
1: good. Well, she's also going to have to go up against, uh, as of right now, we only know, uh, Zelina Vega because she ended up winning over Lacey Evans. Oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. Like, I'm, I, I'm not going to go on the rant. I've, I've, I've had time to process Lacey Evans's outfit when she came out.
0: <laughs> Took a moment.
1: If anybody knows me as an individual, I am a, I am a former Marine. I'd spend... Whatever, it doesn't matter. I, I, I was very... I was offended by her choice of attire on top of her head.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I, her outfit in addition to it was just...
1: I, I'm not even addressing from. The, I'm not even from addressing from the forehead. Uh, I'm j- just from the forehead up. Okay, like 100. I agree with you. 100. Yeah. I agree. Well, with just, you. Well, just if you're going to be representing gimmick?
0: the Marines to have this these sides of your pants be completely see through. I, I
1: don't know. Maybe... I know
0: the Marines has a higher standard.
1: I I, t- I tell you what I,
0: I that if, that hurt <sighs> me, and I, I had nothing I, to do with the Marines.
1: <laughs> I grew up with a lot like of it. very very high ranking retired military members around me. In my life. And they instilled a sense of pride in the Marine Corps and in the uniform. And I just feel like that the way that she portrayed that certain type of hat was in bad taste. uh, Because that bitch didn't earn it. I'm going to shut up. And that means she knows it too. I'm I'm done. I'm not going to say anything else. I'm not going to say anything else because I'm not trying to disrespect a fellow Marine. Whether I agree with her at all or not, but yeah, I'm let's very just say we're happy she, Zelina won. Very glad that Zelina got the one. Beyond beyond my own personal feelings towards her, I'm really glad Zelina got the one got the win because I think she's an amazing wrestler. I did too. And even if she's four foot two of of pure Latino fire and carrying hey, around a flip flops or fucking underwear,
0: her chunkles. If she can handle Malachi Black, she's has no problem handling the Money in the Bank match. Right. Um, so far, we have. Uh, we had Shinsuke and Bronson Reed face off, which was just like
1: great match. Uh, a, I'd love to see them go go at it again.
0: Both were just fantastic in Japan, so to kind of see them go back and forth was really fun. Shinsuke style, pick that, that up.
1: Their styles—they're cl- not clash, but they may melt really well together.
0: They really do. Uh, we also had Rick, my, my personal favorite WWE superstar, Ricochet. Ricochet, took on The Miz, who outperformed anything he's done recently and probably like the last. However, like three months, he hasn't done a whole lot. It's so funny because this he, was incredible. And,
1: and this is another uh, another, you know, point that he always delivers. He always, always delivers. Whether Absolutely. you like him as a, as a wrestler, I, I I swear to God, he's like this generation's Chris Jericho. He knows how to redefine not maybe not redefine himself, but change himself enough mm-hmm. that he can get his same individuality without changing much he can change it and and whether he's got big balls whether his wife is the hottest thing in the world whether he's you know, just awesome. Like he can always come out there and have something new to his his persona. Right, that feels so familiar to him, mm-hmm. but is new and refreshing. You and know, his... the other
0: guy's going to look good too. When right. when Miz but is putting can, you
1: over, but he can at the same time shift gears and look good himself. He can. he absolutely. If they put a belt on him right now, everyone would be like, "Okay, yeah, that makes it sense. makes sense." The, um, the
0: the equivalent to that would be Dolph. I know we just talked about right. him, but he is the also also the person to ricochet when... too. Yeah. you put those guys yeah, in a match, on the up and up. the other guy is going to. Looks so good, you know. Uh
1: but obviously Midges didn't and he did did a great job putting another young talent, Ricochet, not the youngest talent, but definitely one of should be one of the staples of WWE. Absolutely. Uh but puts him over. Ricochet wins, so he's gonna be going on to the Money in the Bank match. Uh We also had LA Knight took on Montez Ford. I didn't get to watch a lot of this. I ended up just watching the highlights.
0: It was hard because usually when you have these type of matches, like for us personally, it's like, oh, you know, I hope Selena wins. I hope Ricochet wins. But this one was tough. I feel like Montez and LA are close to our hearts. But I gave all of my love and attention and positive vibes over to LA Knight who picked up the win. So that puts Shinsuke, Ricochet, and LA Knight in the money in the bank lot, or, yeah. or in the money in the bank match. And
1: LA Knight needed this in too. London. He needed even just this win to get into the money yeah. in the bank. He needed this win. Like, <laughs> yeah. He just I like I think he's so I, ever since his his uh segments with Bray Wyatt, I feel like the steam got pulled out of him so bad. It wasn't his fault. I think no, no. I just think the match with Bray Wyatt fell flat. I feel like the Bray, branding... where are you? I feel like the branding <laughs> that they had during the match made it feel Oh, yeah. Just icky. And the bad ending with And then with the ending Howdy. was just not the best. And then LA Knight was he just could. back a couple weeks later. Like, there was no... It just didn't feel good for him. and no. It just sucked. It was a terrible way to come into WWE. So I'm hoping that this ladder match, he gets a good couple of spots. He gets the spotlight mm-hmm. a little bit. Or at and,
0: least a rivalry out and, of it. And, you and know? to be
1: honest with you, if he wins, I'd be so ecstatic. I think he'd be a great money in the bank holder. I
0: really do too. Now, I know Mustafa Ali also gets a chance at it next week. And this would also be a really mm-hmm. good chance for him to get the uh money in the bank right briefcase right. because he also can go between all the shows mm-hmm. this would obviously make it a little bit easier too but he's another one that's on the up and up that would give him a really good opportunity to to watch it because you don't just get the briefcase and like go home
1: no like no. this is you like got, you swag with that you you
0: have to you have to tease it you have to um if you don't I mean, you listen to podcasts, come on, go on, go on whatever platform you're listening to. First off, give us a five star review because yes, please, you love us. And we appreciate that. Do yourself a big favor. Hop on there. Listen to Chris Van Vliet. Anything really is is very interesting, but he has a really good one with Dolph Ziggler and Dolph Ziggler talks about like when he actually does cash in the money in the bank and oh my God, I can't even believe I don't remember who it's on, Um, but there was like months of long where he he would tease it and he said every week he would literally go out and tease that he was going to cash in the money in the bank briefcase that it like got to a point where people like started to not care about it anymore so he, he had to work it. so hard to make it interesting yep. again and when he finally had that match where he does win the the belt he cashes it in and he right. actually does end up winning he wanted everybody to think that he was going to lose because he's Dolph Ziggler, right. which cracks me up that he realizes what we all realize, I mean, and that Dolph Ziggler is amazing. But of know, course, he's going to lose read the internet
1: just as well as we do. Yeah, it's I love that hard. he just
0: goes with it, and he's made a career out of being the guy that can put everybody else over.
1: So, basi- so basically, what you're saying is Dolph Ziggler is really good at edging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the payoff is immense, yeah. Because he just he just he he strokes everybody's ego the entire yep. nine months yep. he's holding on to it. Right and then finally back. It, it's because, like, but for real, like that's. like I know I may, I made the joke like it's it's a terrible joke, but at the same time, it really has like some truth to it, right? Like you have to build up to it. You have to give the people. You can't just have somebody show up, and I feel like this is what happens with a lot of uh people that come from NXT, and what you know everybody expects. Oh, we need to put a belt on them right away. Like no, you can't put. You can't put Grayson Waller on SmackDown and instantly have him get the belt because it just nobody cares about that. It, you blow your you blow your load way too quick. Not would mm-hmm. be a little bit vulgar about it, but you do. You show up and you blow your load within five minutes. And, and Nobody
0: cares about your reign because yeah, you like, didn't what earn the it.
1: That was that? Like, no, you need you got to have some stamina. You got to like go for a long time. You can't just roll up and get what you get. Like, you got to make it worthwhile. Make everybody foaming at the mouth. Like, yo, I want this guy to win. I want this girl to win. I want this fucking match to. End. To, to happen, and Dolph's great on how to do it. Yeah, like there's one a of lot the of
0: pressure on that. Like you can't just give it to somebody and have them do nothing with it. So um, that's the interesting part here is like all of these guys that are qualifying, they're getting into this. Like which, who do you pick? It doesn't yeah, who's matter.
1: Who's going to be able to be? Able, who's going to be able to tell that story? Who's going to make you? It's like an like, act, like how I just said you know? about the bloodline. Where I'm like, I want to watch SmackDown next week. I want to watch. I should be at the end of the Money in the Bank. I should be like. I want to watch Raw. I want to watch Raw because I want to see who he's going to cash in on. I want to see who he's going to look in into. I want an interest in this. And LA Knight is got. Honest to God, if you with just the three we've gotten right now, Shinsuke, Ricochet, and LA Knight, I'd have to go with LA Knight. I think would be the most interest, the most deserving Ricochet, the most interesting LA Knight.
0: I mean, like I said, there's still a lot of matches we that haven't happened yet, yet. But yeah, three. I really want to see LA too because he he's got the mic skills.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, he does. The so he can come in wall.
0: and just be that guy. Uh, and that's real quick I think before Ricochet
1: is not, not as well off with compared to LA Knight as that charisma.
0: Well, I'll get into that in one second, but I don't want to go too far before I say that that Dolph Ziggler cashed it in on. <laughs> this is going to be a timestamp. Alberto Del Rio. That's
1: right. That's yep. right. Rest in peace. His career.
0: Ugh. No, um, no, that's his own damn fault. Um, think about Ricochet is. He is good at speaking. Like, mm-hmm. if you've heard any interviews with him, he can speak. Oh, yeah.
1: He just hasn't had a lot of opportunity. He just hasn't
0: had a lot of opportunity to do it. But you can also be the guy with the briefcase and not necessarily talk a whole lot. Right. Like, interfere in a way or watch from the distance. Or you could probably do it in a different way. So it would it could be fun to see how somebody like Ricochet would pull off that kind of a thing. You right. know, having that briefcase. It comes with a lot of... Well, A lot of importance to it. And the women have an opportunity to win this one as well, so.
1: Yeah, there should be at least, I mean, if we're doing, because normals, it's like a six, usually a six person money in the bank ladder match every year, if I remember right. Yeah, that sounds about right. So that means we still have five more on the women's side and we have three more on the men's side. So, I mean, anything could happen. There's, There's a whole roster that anything could happen.
0: And while WWE is on the road to their next pay per view, Money in the Bank, AEW, ah, premium live event, AEW is (laughs) on the road to their collaboration event, which is Forbidden Door, an NJPW AEW co produced uh, pay per view. Yes,
1: this is a different monster. Apparently,
0: this is crazy because when we were kids, like everything was pay per view and it was on pay per view. So if you aren't, if you aren't
1: thirty (laughs) six, quick history lesson. If you're, yeah, if Uh, Actually, I bet you the Winley boys have no fucking clue what What pay-per-view actually is. is. Are we going to explain pay-per-view? Oh, God. When you had a cable box, you had to order uh, pay-per-views, and they were literally pay-per-view. You'd buy the pay-per-view, and then that was it. When it was on... That was it. Like, yeah, that's so you had to you watch to it, see. When it. You started. had to see it live. There was no DVRs. If you had a VCR, there was like some weird encoding you that they had to make it like not fully. It wasn't you weren't really able to record. It was dumb, but that was like the big thing was you had to you know call up your cable company and yeah, say, you
0: had to beg your parents to spend the fifty nine ninety
1: nine or 49 to watch Wrestlemania 39.99 back in you know the late 90s early 2000s was yeah. really shitload
0: they didn't have pay-per-views like they do now and so the, it wasn't as big of a deal but yeah I mean some, you know
1: some cripply old woman in in a switchboard would hit go over to your account and hit a button and say yep they can watch the pay-per-view and you'd be able to watch the pay-per-view there was no on demand later on there was no hey I'm just gonna, yeah. I'm gonna buy the pay-per-view and I'll catch it tomorrow morning no
0: you had to watch it when it was on and that was it right. um, so the time pay-per-view
1: is you paid per per view. The view,
0: if you wanted to watch it again stuck. you had to pay for it again i think it was one of those things that pay-per-view had like a cycle just like oh my god this is gonna really make us sound old when the, we were kids tv preview you channel? had to go to the tv guide channel and channel find out 99. what's going on and everything would be on a loop and you could see it uh that's how god pay-per-view you would be. show up
1: five seconds after your channel rolls over you're there for 10 god you gotta go all the through. way up to channel 199 channels Remember all the movie channels that would and you stop didn't have them, movie, and so you didn't would... have them, so it's no, like why preview not. this for me? Why do you let me look at Cinemax? I can't watch Cinemax.
0: Cinemax, <laughs> you mean?
1: <laughs> hey, I, I, I that's never mind. Going back, to so there, yeah, pay per
0: view, but paid for every view, uh, unless you had awesome parents growing up who had friends I did not. that figured out a way Fuck for you, you to Kathy steal um, the pay per views. So this is where my obsession with wrestling started. Was when I was a kid, and I was fortunate that my mom's best friend did this shit for me and. When would hook up the free uh, WrestleManias and this is where I again this is where all the wrestling started was as a kid so
1: I used to hook up um, everybody uh, that I did uh, I won't mention the company because they'll probably come back and fucking sue me knowing them yeah right uh, but anytime I hook up anybody with uh, internet I just hook up their basic cable at the same time and just told them about it I'm like just yeah whatever No, they're never gonna enjoy out. Who never cares? gonna figure out uh, we're getting far again. This is actually, I, I, I. You know what? I feel like we should really like be proud of ourselves. That's the first time we've gotten completely off track. We've gotten a little bit off track. Yeah, yeah. At least we still stayed in the WWE spectrum. But just, now, now, just now you know. Off the rails. If you're
0: young, now you know why it's premium live if event. If you're young, pay-per-view. you now know how old we are. Um. So why yeah, <laughs> we we are setting up for for shout out door. to the Winley
1: boys for uh, dubbing this. Podcast, not only the Coffee and Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, but also the Jade Coth Dirt Sheet. Podcast.
0: Yes, which Mark, I'm going to leave you to to find something interesting, I got but it. not too disgusting. I got it. I got it.
1: Perfect. Let's, Perfect. Let's be so courteous of our best friend c- here. Fuck him. Going back to Double or Nothing, we had Sabu was uh featured as a yes uh, Adam Cole's help during the was a non-sanctioned street fight, whatever. um
0: We'll call it whatever you ago, want to call it.
1: Years ago. Back when we were we little boys, mm-hmm. Jade Koth... Well, we were
0: still adults. Was,
1: is a pro- he's actually a professional wrestler, if you didn't know.
0: Yes, he actually I mean, was. I know you know, but... He I was a mean, wrestler. We watched uh, a lot of backyard matches, and there's nothing by wrong the way, with follow, that.
1: Follow Jade Koth, all social medias, at Jade Koth, J-A-D-E-K-O-T-H. All one word. Wonderful guy, wonderful music. Uh, but he also used to be a professional wrestler. Uh, he wrestled a show in, in Armory uh, with Balls Mahoney... And uh, Sabu I think I've was told there. this story
0: before because right. Balls Mahoney told me my tattoos suck. And I, uh, rest in peace. I'm sorry he died, but I will never forgive him for saying that to me because have you ever seen Balls Mahoney? If you I mean, haven't, his name was Balls. Take, yeah, his name was Balls. Take the five seconds to look at this man and then think about how rude that was. But I
1: can 100% I didn't even
0: say anything rude to him. I, I was just one- standing next to him in the rain.
1: I can 100% <laughs> confirmed, because I was there and I was standing next to him myself, Jade Coth... My gorgeous wife Jamie, and I believe our friend Alex was there.
0: Oh yeah, Alex we all was smoked there. a blunt. Carl Show was there. <laughs> we He's we the one that a dropped blunt it
1: with Sabu. <clears throat> Sabu dropped the blunt. Carl Show took he took the, he took the he blame. Was it's Sabu? <laughs> he went to hand it to Sabu. Sabu took it and had I don't know like a twitch. Drops it in a puddle, and Carlson just goes, "My bad." It was great because it was literally pouring rain before yep. the show started. Yep. And, but that's uh, your that's your Jade Coth dirt sheet. That's it.
0: He was his manager. Yes. Yeah. That, was was
1: that was the hot dog in the rectum incident. Oh my God. So was that much. the
0: same night? That was
1: indie wrestling. That
0: was also when uh what was his name? Maximum Max- capacity. Max-Cassidy. Maximum capacity. capacity. Rest in peace to him too. He yeah, also right? passed away. Um I don't know if Do it was like cardio, something guys. that like got set up, but because we were in the front row, like you should expect something to happen when people come out, and Max Capacity sat at the end of the ring apron and looked over at me and said something like, I'm gonna take you home or something like that to me.
1: And I looked at you and said i don't think i have a choice that's a big boy big man
0: yeah we weren't dating for too long so it was just fantastic i also think we, that was the time we drove uh made randy's mom take half the group i'm sorry jade's mom take half the group to the show for us right right shout out to jade's awesome family right but right back into aw because you know we keep getting distracted today right. it's just we love talking to you guys um setting up for the the big pay-per-view which is going to be june 25th which is sunday um last year was one of the best pay-per-views i personally think of the year right Um, so can't wait for this but we haven't had any confirmed matches yet. And I actually think that that's almost completely sold out like
1: for, for the live door? event.
0: Yeah, Forbidden Door is almost so, sold yeah. out. And there's no matches announced. But uh, we're going to talk a little gonna, bit it's, it's, about it's, the setup it's for cliche,
1: it. It's going to be dream matches. That's all it's going to be. That's all Forbidden Door is made for. It's, it's it is. It is. It's made to be those matches that, why would these happen? Because Forbidden Door happened. That's why.
0: The only unfortunate thing about Forbidden Door, and you have to understand that everybody has their issues, and we won't go into it, but anybody that participates in, in CMLL, which is anything um, within that company, all the wrestlers that per- are in that company, cannot wrestle at Forbidden Door. Right. So you're Andrade, the Lucha Bros, uh, Roosh. Right. So, a few, so you have some
1: limitations.
0: Those are the only limitations. That's, I mean, that's
1: wrestling politics, isn't it's I mean, that's why WWE is not featured at Forbidden Doors, because nobody from WWE is <laughs> allowed to venture out outside, except for Shinsuke. Shinsuke. He was allowed to go to, was it Pro Wrestling Noah?
0: Yeah, he was allowed to go to Pro Wrestling Noah. Which, by the
1: way, we, we just got the subscription to Pro Wrestling Noah. We watched. I watched like five minutes of a match. I'm kind to nerd out on that. I have been getting. I've mentioned before. I'm it's getting good, way too involved. And it's cheap. I'm getting way too excited about Japanese wrestling, and I don't understand this. Chris Brooks. I finally watched the match where he won Buxa. King of DDT Pro. Oh my god! That poor man. Support that man, death by Re- death by Rollup.com. Buy that man's t shirts. He just dropped a, a, a series of shirts that are a bunch of reprints and a bunch of recolors, and also a new one because he just dislocated his shoulder in his last match after he lost his tag titles. Go support that man. He needs your help. He lives in Japan. He's from from, from Britain. I love him. He's he's. I think he's. I, I'm. Fingers crossed. I hope he comes to Forbidden Door. We're talking about Forbidden Door. That would Door. be great because he is the Chris king of DDT Pro. He DDT is the Pro, king of fucking DDT Pro. Which,
0: again, is all in oh that. God. If you if you subscribe oh to that whole channel, you get DDT Pro, all that you good
1: stuff. You get DDT stuff. Pro, Pro Wrestling Noah, Noah. Uh, TJPW, which I think is... I can't remember what that abbreviation is. And then there's a fourth one that hasn't really posted much. So I don't know if they're really active anymore. But it's like seven bucks. Yeah,
0: it's crazy. Same thing
1: with NJPW World. You get everything NJPW. You get... Everything from uh, from J- uh, Japan, you get everything from NG- NJPW. Strong, you get not all of the pay per views Not all the pay per You, you yeah. get all, 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 everything is in English. If you if you're that worried about captions or or, or whatever, yeah, they do it they, both ways. If you want to hear it
0: in Japanese, Japanese, Japanese
1: better. Japanese is 100 percent better.
0: It's great, but you can't say that you understand it. The enthusiasm of the Japanese commentators are unparalleled. Oh, it's yeah. like Pat McGaffey excited. Fuck him. Um. <clears throat> <laughs> not Pat McAfee's fault he's so good he's getting a huge contract.
1: No, it's Pat McAfee's fault he's making false accusations, but I'm going to Was it up.
0: Pat or was he told to say that?
1: It was Pat. Mm. It was on his show on ESPN. Nah, who cares? Anyways. Hey,
0: who cares? Let's move back into AEW. Anybody will always shit on AEW, but um, again, we're setting all that up. We've These are basically, like you said, they're dream matches, so we can sit here and speculate all day, but we really don't know what's going on. So far, there's only kind of one match confirmed, uh, right. but we haven't even really done that, so... Uh, the first thing that I would love to talk about is Bullet Club. Yes. So we've got Bullet Club Gold in AEW right now, which Who is,
1: is Jay White and Rock Hard. Rock Hard. Ricky, St- or not Ricky Stark? Ricky oh Starks. Rock
0: Hard. Juice Robinson. Rock Hard.
1: Juice Robinson. I wish I had that audio of every time he. I just need a button or just Ricky. Ricky. If somebody knows how to set up soundboards through podcasts on uh, the Reaper uh, software. Then help, 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 help us get help, juice help, on help there. Help mother out. Help mother out.
0: All right, so uh, yeah, Bullet Club. We got gold, Bullet Club Gold and AEW, but of course, Bullet Club runs deep even in WWE. No, speaking of NJPW. Um, but is obviously very big in NJPW. So. And
1: recently, well, right at, and speaking of Jay White, he was the leader of Bullet Club uh, right as his contract ended when he lost to David Finley. When he loses to David Finley, he just kind of, it's, you know, loser leaves in Japan match, Jay White's gone. David Finley takes mic and says, I'm going to take this t-shirt co- like making club of bullet club and bring it back to the roots and run bullet club the way it was supposed to be. And basically said, he's going to go through all these false bullet clubs and all these devi- or all these promotions and, you know, eliminate the, the, you know, he's basically going after the posers and taking them out shortly after that. Jay White shows up in AEW and comes up with Bullet Club Gold.
0: This would be a great way this, to have this like finally face off cuz we can do this now.
1: Right, you got you got NJPW at Forbidden Door, AEW at Forbidden. Door. I think this is I think we're going to see a new chapter of Bullet Club come Forbidden Door. I think we're going to see Bullet Club Gold is going to go up against NJPW's Bullet Club, whatever they're calling them. So I don't there's so many different ones, it's hard mm-hmm. to even keep track of it. I just I I think we're coming up on a new chapter of of bullet club and i think it's going to be involved with them like that that i've said that months ago and i still think that that's what we're looking at now oh, i think that would be fantastic actually uh uh david finley's fighting tonight against uh i can't remember who it is but uh for his title uh, dominion
0: oh okay yep dominion is happening tonight in uh osaka
1: well three o'clock
0: right tomorrow so uh well by the time you hear this it's gonna be over but uh yeah right that's happening in Osaka, Japan. Um, which is really going to lead to a lot more, too, because uh, they are having the never-open-weight Never open 6, six way man tag, tag team, team championship. championship.
1: Again, mouthful of wrestling terms here.
0: My God, they are doing that also at Dominion, um, and that is really setting up some things there, too. Who do we got in that match?
1: we got Ishii, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Okada will be taking on Shoto Umino. Claudio Castagnoli and John Moxley. Shota's already uh, teased that he's wants to be in BCC. Oh,
0: no, 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 no. Shota Umino said he's a part of oh, BCC. Yeah. If if you're not familiar with New Japan, this is a great time to get into it, but he Shota Umino actually has a blog, and I don't know if this is a big thing for all these guys, but he has a blog mm-hmm. through NJPW. I was just bored and caught wind of it and read the whole entire thing, and he talks about uh, basically, after you be after you are a young lion, you travel like mm-hmm. either the company you work for or you personally depending on who you work for will decide like what country you need to go to and he was like just talking about everything moving to to England because Will Osprey told him like you, you know well I got your back there I know people and things like that uh, but when he came back he had to decide like what faction he wanted to be a part of right I forget the faction he picked in NJPW but he did say that he is Blackpool Combat Club now so to... we do have Blackpool Combat Club going against these three
1: now to give you a little bit of context is what Jamie just said what normally what happens especially in NJPW is everybody is in a faction uh, you've got chaos, you've got a bunch of different ones. So when you go back, when you you go back overseas to, after being a young lion, come back to NJPW, you then have to decide what faction do you want to be in? Uh, it's the team that Who team do you are roll with. with you know? right. Um, and he picked, I don't, I don't remember what team yeah, it was, I apologize, but I then remember. he also said, I'm also part of the BCC. So right. now it's kind of like a, he's a dual citizenship in wrestling.
0: Exactly. And even John Moxley has said that he's. That's his young lion. That's his young lion, Ashota Umino. So this is going to be huge. Because and... also,
1: real quick, to give you more context, young lions have to be uh, mentored by somebody yeah, it's that's like an apprentice. In, in the company already. Right. So yeah, it's like an apprentice. So every every young lion looks up to somebody and this was John Moxley's underling. Mm-hmm. It was his protege. It was his young lion. It's... It's a it's a different way of doing wrestling out there. They treat wrestling a lot more like a like Almost an actual like a military sport. kind of. Well, no, more like more like a a sport. Like you have to earn your way into it. Mm-hmm. Even though it's wrestling, even though it's it's yeah, all it's a huge respect. Before you know, there is there's a lot of respect. They treat it even when people. Uh, mess up out in japan the if you watch the crowd will even react they'll laugh and they'll cl- they, you know they'll clap knowing that this is an entertainment thing exactly it's basically the best of sports entertainment with the best of professional wrestling yeah it's, it really exactly. is the purest form of professional wrestling and in it's my cool
0: opinion. like the wrestlers when they start out they have like really plain clothing and like no extra like gear to make them like unique so yeah, it just it adds that aspect to it that you can like slowly build up. see Again, them build up. We, exactly. we talked
1: about build up uh, earlier with matches. It's the same thing with wrestlers. You have to build them up. You have to give people a reason like, oh, He got something new on him today. He's, you know, he's moving up the ranks. He did a good match the other day. And at the end of it or the beginning of Dominion, they actually have a four way match between four young lions. And this is how they earn their stripes. Exactly. They get open up the show. Right. They open up the show. They put on matches. A lot of them don't even go to a a result. They just wrestle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can tell,
0: too, because when they're done, you're like, oh, my God, I actually won. Like you can tell, like the respect is like, right. It's huge to them, but this whole (sighs) never open weight six man tag team championship match that's happening at Dominion is uh, really, I think, forwarding Forbidden Door possibly um, in multiple ways. We right. do have Will Ospreay and Lance Archer going against each other. Yes, which if you didn't know anything about Lance Archer, he is also part of New Japan Pro well, he, Wrestling. He he
1: was in Suzuki Gun with uh, Minoru Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, they have. I, I don't know if you want to say unfortunately, but they have disbanded. Yep. as of now, um, and he, yeah, now he, uh, Lance Archer has been in this tournament. Um, I, he, I'm 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 interested as what this this match is going to happen. I feel like we've we've gone. So far off, off kilter, and I really don't care at this point. I mean, Lance Archer is AEW, so it's AEW adjacent, I guess. Sure. Uh, but this is, I mean, it's all a build up to, to Forbidden Door. So I, yeah, mean, I think that's all, we're just talking about Forbidden Door at this point.
0: Yeah. So the, the winner of this is going to face Kenny Omega because Kenny right. Omega is the NJPW United States heavyweight champion. Right. Uh, right now so whoever wins this whoever goes, wins this goes gets against the Kenny against... doesn't say when doesn't not matter. does not say like whoever faces who as right. far as i know is going to face Kenny doesn't say they had not said when.
1: when uh rumor is or i mean it it would make sense for forbidden door Yes. Uh, Kenny Omega is an AEW guy Osprey, winning. Osprey is an NJPW guy and the story history that they have with each other uh the last match for this belt uh Kenny Omega and Will Osprey just i mean it was an amazing match but Kenny mm-hmm. Omega Die do, it was it dominated the match. Oh yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. Great it was
0: 80-20 and even Will admitted that it wasn't right. him that dominated it. Right. Uh again, do yourself a favor, go back and watch that match. Just even if it's just for the intro, Kenny Omega just absolutely kills that intro right. in NJPW, but
1: So excited for that match. So we may, we might see something like that at, at at even if you see Lance Archer versus Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. just, that'd be a, a, a fucking great match like lance archer's a big goofy looks like he's an extra out of five finger death punch but he's really an, he looks an amazing like an wrestler
0: extra from the mummy he it's does like for me he does he's a great wrestler he's got like that you know that undertaker where he gets up on the the top rope and yep he's he's a big guy he really is a good wrestler he has.
1: it looks like just a black it's, blob it's looks bad like he, he doesn't up. have
0: a cool look um but you got to get past all of that and understand that he is a phenomenal wrestler so the two of right. them are going to have a great match at Dominion um hopefully 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 this will be Will Ospreay's opportunity to get his revenge back and hopefully even a 50-50 match with Kenny Omega he may not I, yeah. win the belt, but hopefully it'll I think push it's time. Will a little I think, bit. I,
1: I won't even get it. We'll worry about that conversation oh, yeah. if that's it gets a, announced. That's a,
0: that's a whole other deep dive. Uh, real quick, I don't want to skirt past what happened on Rampage this week in AEW. Um, Shibata, Katsuyori Shibata took on, who was the ROH Pure Champion, sorry, took on uh, Lee Moriarty from The Firm, who is one of my absolute favorite wrestlers, too. Oh,
1: yeah. Lovely.
0: Um, absolutely lovely Moriarty. Love Shibata. I mean, yeah, it's Katsuyor or Shibata, but they had a fantastic match. Uh, Shibata ended up picking up the win from Leo Moriarty, and afterwards, Daniel and Garcia is a, this is a pure, did come out.
1: pure wrestling match, a uh, pure, pure rules match. Pure I mean, championship match. I've grown to really love the pure matches.
0: They're great, and this is even a different promotion because ROH is different from AEW. Um, they're so unique. I... Kick myself in the ass for not growing up watching ROH. I never knew about it, really. So I never got the opportunity to understand, like, the concept of the pure championship matches and how the rules are. Yeah, like, we the didn't rope get introduced and... into, it,
1: into it until uh, Ring of Honor got bought out by Tony Khan. And they started doing right. what they're doing now, actually. I think the first time we really saw a pure match, I think it was Daniel Garcia. I don't remember who he wrestled.
0: I know Daniel Garcia and Wheeler went back for a while, but um, it's very unique. But uh, Lee Moriarty said this is like the high chess version of wrestling. Right.
1: There's really a lot more thinking. There's a lot more, uh, you know, you have to make the match interesting but there's th- certain things you can't do closed hand strikes you can't do you only have right. three rope breaks Right. you generally don't go outside the ring there's no. not there's it's more
0: of like a technical uh, submission type of wrestling really but i mean
1: that in, in with ring of honor that's the kind of the concept is there's a a honor about the matches yes. they shake, You're supposed hands, to shake before, hands before right. uh you know so th- it, this is really i lo- i love this ma- the, this style of match I, mm-hmm. i've really grown to love it though. Same. I, like it's it's i don't think for everybody but it really forces a wrestler like Lee Moriarty, who's definitely more of a high flyer, kicks, jumps. Uh, you oh, know. he's
0: definitely a technical dude, for sure. He is a
1: technical dude, but he's in these matches has to be strictly technical. Right. And going somebody going up against somebody like Shibata, you have to elevate your game tremendously because right. you know this is his wheelhouse. This He's comfortable doing this. Exactly. He's comfortable with groundwork, with exactly. submissions, this is a comfortable with manipulation filling. of the right. body. Whereas you have to, if you're good at it, great, but you have to be great at it. And I love that they have this type of match that that really exercises it. And this was actually the belt that, that when Daniel Garcia won it, I really started to like Daniel Garcia because yeah. it showed that he was, and I know the, the sports entertainer thing is is his current gimmick. Right. And I can't remember if it was that back then, but it really showed how technically good of a wrestler he is and how he well really he is. can do groundwork and sure. submission work. Sure,
0: sure. Uh, so when this match uh, wrapped up was between Shibata and Lee Moriarty, Daniel Garcia's music hit, and he came out and kind of got face-to-face with Shibata. So I don't know if this is just going to transfer purely over to ROH. If it does, we're going this weekend. I'd love to see Shibata. Yeah, we'll, be there. we'll be there. Shibata tomorrow. versus um, Daniel Garcia. Because we
1: have Death Before Dishonors coming up at the end of July, I believe.
0: Yeah. Somebody I, I double check that on is. that and
1: tweet us at, at CW Wrestling Pod and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's at the end of July, uh, but Death Before Dishonors coming Another up. Another great pay per view. Last year was amazing. Um, yeah, but if we're gonna talk about dream matches here, I mean, I, I don't think we can go any further without. Bringing up this whole Don Callis, Takeshda, Elite, BCC. Like, we already talked about the BCC. Sure, for like, sure. I mean, we had
0: the big match at Anarchy in the Arena. There's uh, a
1: salad of wrestlers right now, and the. I just. It's insane. Like I I don't know I don't know what what's we have got like what nine people involved in this in this BCC in the week. It's so
0: crazy. So what what basically happened in AW this week is it was there was an interview with the Young Bucks. They kind of talked about what happened at the match. Um kind of a little bit of shinfo for you. Matt Jackson actually had to get like a, a pyrotechnic like license to be able yeah, to yeah, have yeah. the exploding I think it was a fire shoe. handler's
1: uh license. In the state of Cal, was it California, no, Nevada, right, Nevada, Nevada? Yep, uh, California. To be able
0: to pull off that stunt, so he right. really had to go to extensive lengths to make that happen.
1: Legally, had to pay money to do that. To, to be to a performer.
0: Yep. Um, so they do an interview. He talks, you know, a little bit about, you know, they're sad. Obviously, they lost the match.
1: It's an expensive shoe to blow up, by the way. It
0: really was. Uh, Kenny Omega is not there. And uh, Hangman does get asked about Kenny Omega. Is he back in Canada? And Hangman says, no, he's not back in Canada. But but he's not in the country. He's not in the country. He's out of the
1: country, but he's not back home in Canada.
0: Okay. So now I'm I'm standing up. I'm getting and hyped. Last it's happening. Week, it's happening, guys. And last
1: week, we even featured the audio. Of Kenny Omega after uh, Double or Nothing,
0: that is correct.
1: Saying announcing that, he, that has he has a couple, friends one or
0: two friends
1: that might be able to even the odds here yes. against the BCC. Maybe a couple friends in
0: Japan, as we've been talking about. Well, so nobody
1: said to Japan now, Jamie. There's no reason to speculate, mm. but it's probably from Japan. I well, mean, I mean it was, it's Kenny it was, Omega. Where else gonna go? Kenny
0: Omega loves Japan and speaks very fluid Japan.
1: Jap- Japanese. Kenny Omega, yeah. Uh, so. Who knows who's gonna who he's gonna bring home who knows <laughs> Well, what I find interesting right okay and I already know why you're laughing because you're, you're you automatically went to Okada and I agree Okada I agree.
0: yeah, it could be Okada. Well, who are you thinking? Well, I mean it's got to be the golden lovers it's reunion this has got to happen. who better to help Kenny?
1: Very true. Than
0: his golden lover.
1: Very true. I think I misspoken. I didn't mean to say Okada. It's
0: okay, but Okada was definitely implied. I, so let's get into I looked that at the, really I quick. Looked,
1: I looked at the the board behind no, no, you. No, no, no. The, the writing's on the
0: wall. The writing's on the literally. wall. So
1: literally, it's right there.
0: We're talking about yeah, <laughs> the main event, the main attraction of a WWE SmackDown this week was related to Roman Reigns and the Bloodline. The storyline of the, the the year for AEW is the just disgusting, wretched. Vile person named Don Callis, which
1: the Weasel Callis.
0: He really is a weasel. Real quick, before we go too far, before we go too far into talking about how big of a piece of crap turd Don Callis is, I want to take a moment. I know she's already gotten a lot of love this week, but at Mel Coleman Art, oh yes, has some fantastic art that she does of AEW wrestlers. She was actually the one that drew that like painting. On
1: of Don Callis and Kenny Omega uh, on the wall, yeah. When they came oh, down all to muscles? the
0: they're all no, 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 oh, the, the one, they're one, one where they're wrestling each other, they're like curling, like, yes,
1: and, yeah. He's like holding him,
0: yeah. She actually drew that, and that was like what the um, that was titan Tron was of right. Don Callis coming out. Now, mind you, when Don Callis and and T- Konosuke Takesha do come out, they come out to no music. Tony Schiavone basically says, and we're gonna have an interview, they come out to booze,
1: to not just booze, but they had the footage. Of Takeshita running in the ring and attacking Kenny Omega. Right. Playing. As they're walking down. So So if you didn't
0: know, now you know. um, Don Callis getting booze only second to Dominic Mysterio right now. I swear to God.
1: The only reason they didn't get as many booze is because the crowd wasn't as big. If they would have had a crowd as big as what they had with every time Dominic gets booed, it would have been the same thing. Because, yeah, it was deafening.
0: Oh, I was dying. It was great. So that means it's
1: totally working. Of course. It's it's Don Callis.
0: Don Callis is just doing a fantastic job. Talking about
1: that scar on his head.
0: Every morning he wakes up, he thinks of Kenny and how yep. he, that's his fault. I, I really don't understand why that happened. Um, one thing I loved was he said, maybe I lost a nephew, but I gained a son. And that's when he points over to, to Keshta, who's just eaten up being this heel. Oh, I love um, it.
1: He fits perfectly into it. Everybody loved him when he came onto AEW. Oh my God! I, you and I were right there with him. We uh, were over. Uh, Takesha the is moon. my man. We saw him at ROH. I was like a screaming school girl watching too, the Backstreet Boys it. in 1999. I was, oh my God, take my money! I want like everything, and then he just disappears. <laughs> he just he goes away for a little bit. He had a confrontation. He wasn't sure what he wanted to do with BCC, and Elite. we don't see him for a few weeks. And then he comes back and he breaks all of our hearts and we're all mad at him. We hate him. We hate him. He's decided with Don Callis. It's so good. It's so good. They did so good with this. They, they really did. did so good turning him heel. I love it. And now I he's love saying hating Takeshita. he's I, I, so god. Oh my god.
0: <laughs> but Takesha and Don Callis are saying that they're gonna you know beat up Kenny Omega, prove that they're better than Kenny, and then Callis this goes is on time. this rant about how Takeshta is better than all these people, but he is definitely better than Okada, and then the. The, the cameraman is cameraman of, of the year. What? He does that WWE pan right over to Just the door. Just happens to door. pan up to
1: the forbidden door sign and then pans back down. Like
0: <sighs> Okada versus Takeshita Now
1: Takeshita has I mean, and that's that's Okada's like the top of the pile in Japan. Like I don't think
0: Okada's ever fought Moxley though.
1: Mmm, we might have to look that up. Which is but fun. Okada is like like top of the pile out there. Like that's that's the standard. There's a reason why. I, understandably, I'm not I'm not not yeah. doubting that at all. But I'm he's just saying face like he is for sure. He is the one that. And there was a... I can't remember the name of the of the wrestler right now, uh, but at Wrestle I think it was Wrestle Kingdom, there was a tag match and a uh, wrestler from Pro Wrestling Noah was there, and he's like their top face and. But Okada has been vocal about he doesn't even belong in the same ring as him. So Okada has this, like, better than you, like, and he knows it because sure. he is. he is. <sighs> now that I say uh, the, the, those words out loud, I'd really like to see Okada and MJF in a ring together. I mean,
0: that's the great thing about him is you can pretty much enter anybody. I mean, now, you would have a multiple-way match. I like to do that with, you know... NJPW where you got four or five guys in a ring and obviously MJF proved that he can do a four-way match just fine
1: okay so I know this isn't on the schedule and we're bringing up MJF we're bringing up Okada Uh uh-huh MJF has been very vocal about how NJPW is mid and how NJPW is trash and that he wouldn't watch that if his life depended on it
0: yeah but there was one guy he praised
1: Uh, rightfully so I, no. Or I'm sorry, not, the not great Jeff O'Con. Con, the great O'Con. Uh, same faction different guy. But Correct. I haven't said anything about this cuz I wanted to wait till the po- till we had mics in front of us. Okay. What you got? What are the chances that we'll see MJF going up against somebody in Forbidden Door from from NJPW? And what if that somebody was Okada?
0: Oh, uh, that'd be a must-sell. Everybody would love to see something like that. Now, I
1: don't know if it's happening. I'm not saying that that's what they're leading to, and I have nothing to base that off Mm -hmm. of. But just, we're fantasy booking. I'm a wrestling fan. I would love to see the swagger of those two individuals, the mouth of MJF, and the skills and ability to back it up from Okada. And both of them having that same standard.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, and also, if uh, Will Ospreay loses... Will Ospreay and MJF would be fantastic. And they've too. had
1: words. They have had words for on mm-hmm. online, and boy, that would be Man, a fiery match.
0: Will Ospreay Bruv. is my dude. Bro. I love him. He's just so honest about like everything that I
1: wanted to hate him for the first time I saw him, and uh, now I can't. The way
0: he, he I... looks, like you think like he's just one of those guys, like I don't know, you love to hate. But he seems like an incredible person. I watched a video of him. He went out of the way to meet somebody's a fan's mother because yep. his mother brought him to the show. And everybody always respected Will Ospreay's mother when he, he was went going to shows and he wants to show respect for, you know, the the, the wrestling fans. Families you got to love, love
1: a, a good face outside of a what an
0: awesome guy. Even
1: when you're got to be a little bit of a heel.
0: Mhm. So, I mean, yeah, that's the thing about Forbidden Doors. You can sit here and dream match all day.
1: And that's all that we're all day. as of right now that's all we can do because there yeah. hasn't been a single match set. I it's I mean the
0: only thing we I, know I, is that there's matches for the Owen Hart Cup.
1: Right, and I think that something is going to happen between the Elite and BCC obviously, whether sure. it's a blood and guts match, whether it's individual matches, whether it's some amalgamation of these 3 against these 3 and these 2 against these 2. I I think that we're going to see Something come to a head. But- Hopefully we'll
0: see Willa be able to defend her title too because she's now got the NJPW strong women's championship. Yes. Yes. And I think it's a world champion, yes. if I'm not mistaken. So to see somebody like Willow being able to defend her title, I mean, this is a, a, it's a perfect
1: platform to it. A,
0: well, and this is a fact—a company that is notoriously not known for having women in NJPW. And they're trying to, to do more with it, with this title. And and obviously, this was meant for Mercedes. But what a great platform for Willow, who did defend her title against Emi Sakura.
1: Successfully. Uh,
0: successfully, who, again, is huge in Japan. So Well,
1: you mentioned Mercedes. Really fun.
0: Hopefully she's... AEW
1: has mentioned Mercedes multiple times. Multiple times. And I've got to wonder, we, we haven't heard how severe uh, Mercedes' ankle injury is. Uh, we have just know that it is injured. We right. haven't heard whether it's going to be surgery, whether it's going to be out for six to eight weeks, whether she's just got a bad sprain, she'll uh-huh. just be in a soft cast for a little bit. Maybe, maybe she needs to call Cody Rhodes and see where he got his titanium cast. Maybe she just needs to call you and find out where uh, you got I'll your give you titanium cast. I'll give
0: you the number. I'll give you
1: the number. But... You know, it, it, what are the chances we see her come back for her title at, at, at Forbidden Door?
0: Sure. I mean, on a, just a different crossway platform like mm-hmm. that, that
1: would be really fun. But, I mean, she fights Willow for a rematch. I mean, most championships that when they go to a new champion mm-hmm. have a rematch clause.
0: No, I don't think NJPW has a contract with Kyrie anymore, but I think she would have been a phenomenal person for yeah. uh, Willow to go against.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, again, who knows? We... we d- d- I don't know. There's so many possibilities with this pay-per-view. Yeah, then you have not, ROH too,
0: which again, you know, is owned by Tony Khan, but just solely like Tony Wait, Khan. It so it's a right. different company. It, it fits right. I,
1: I could see them doing some pre-shows with a lot of ROH guys.
0: Oh, for sure. I
1: could see Dark Order taking on. I can't remember their name. The 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 cult oh, guys. Stu
0: Grayson, which and...
1: I'm loving. I absolutely have been loving. Like I've I've really enjoyed Dark Order since we have started watching AEW. I like the corniness that comes with it, but I like the seriousness they are when they get into the ring. And I feel like that with Stu Grayson joining that I I can't remember the name of him. Oh my god,
0: Vincent. Vincent is his name Butch too.
1: I don't know. He looks like John Goodman from Oh uh, so good from Where Brother or or My Brother Where Brother Brother. (laughs) World. (laughs) <laughs> Telling Trump so
0: good. No, no, no. I'm into it. So you know now, Dark Order. They don't have Hangman. They made that apparent that they're really upset yeah, well, about Hangman's that. Hangman's hanging
1: out with the elite Stu's again. Stu's
0: dipped out, and Stu and Evil Uno have been tag partners forever. And behind back the ve- to ve- behind the veil,
1: Stu left uh, AEW. He went to Impact for a little bit, and now he's back with ROH. Uh, signed a contract, I believe. Um, but like you said, good. He's fantastic. He's, he's got a wrestling school and a wrestling gym outside of. Uh, Who's that, Stu? With, with, um, Iluno.
0: Oh, I actually didn't know that. They have
1: a, Yeah, they have a small, it might just be a wrestling gym, might not be a school. Okay. Um, but I know people train there, so I'm sure they, they, cool. exp- you know, give their knowledge out. Yeah. Um, maybe an informal type of school kind of thing. Um, but they have a gym together up in Canada, I believe. So they've been best friends for years. They've, uh-huh. they've tagged through. Uh, if you watch Pro Wrestling Gorilla, they were Player One and Player Two. Right. Uh, that's where the evil Uno kind of comes from. Mm-hmm. It's the evil version of Player One. Um, so, I mean, I- I've really enjoyed this kind of buildup because now Stu Grayson is on the other side of things. He's joined this other faction and he's feuding with the Dark Order because the Dark Order wants him back in. ROH could have a lot of like matches before Forbidden Door. Which again, like you said, it could just open up a multitude. There's so many, so many possibilities that yeah, it, we couldn't it, even talk about. And we're
0: talking about like going out and paying for these these wrestling subscriptions. And a lot of people, I hate to see it. Say, you know, I'm not paying for ROH because it's like paying for uh, a dark. Right. You know, or dark elevation. That's the equivalent it's not, of it. Though. You're selling yourself short because Claudio Castagnoli is on there mm-hmm. all the time. Samoa Joe's I mean, on yeah, there. Yeah, look at your
1: chance. You got Claudio, you've got Samoa Joe, you've got Athena. Athena. You've got She's on uh, Fire
0: over there. You've got the Embassy who have. Um, the tag the trio the trio the trios the thrio, the thrio. The <laughs> the thrios, you know
1: <laughs> i want that to be a, the AEW 3 championship yeah they have the uh, AEW tag team ch- or i'm sorry you got me See, doing it now the, the trios tag championship yeah um i mean the entire every champion is is a is a, a top top tier hit talent
0: but even the other people that are there the kingdom Oh, yeah. Uh, you have Dalton Castle and the boys. Yep. One of the boys, I hope, is, is still feeling better. He Dalton got Castle. Injured. I
1: love Dalton Castle.
0: Yeah, Mark Sterling's always over Dalton there. Dalton Castle with is my favorite. Yeah. Dalton Castle's phenomenal. If you don't watch Hey, W with RJ City, you're absolutely doing yourself a disservice. They're, on that episode, he does with RJ City. Dalton Castle is using one of the boys as a footrest the entire time. It's
1: so good. He's the just whole 100% in
0: character. It's so great. All right, so as far as the matches that are set for AEW and WWE, let's start off with Monday Night Raw. There is going to be a Money in the Bank, several Money in the Bank qualifying matches. Uh, Zoe Stark will be taking on Natalia. We also have just, you know, a random match between Why Not, the Viking Raiders, and Alpha Academy. Real quick, I did notice that uh, Sami Zayn slipped when he was talking about Alpha Academy on, what was it, Raw this week? Right. And called them American Alpha we we can only hope that that has something to do with Jason Jordan being able to come back because I think he like broke his neck or something. Yeah, I don't right? think he's going to come back. He's like a, no, producer, he's a producer so now. Yeah. You no. can only hope that that would ever happen because that was a great one. Maybe tag a
1: tease. Team. Yeah, maybe a tease, but I doubt he's ever coming Might back.
0: Might just been a bit of slip. He, but, uh, he did
1: his Tyson Kidd thing and he's out.
0: Too bad, man. Tyson Kidd, another great one that another just one. got injured.
1: Yeah, Natalia's Natalia's husband.
0: Yep. Uh, also, JD McDonough is going to be taking on the, the the King Dolph Ziggler. We were just Again. talking about that. So he's going to make gonna JD a rematch
1: look after JD got the phenomenal. DQ. Uh I think it was on Raw. When he just beat the shit out of Dolph before the match ever even yep. started. Uh,
0: another qualifying match between Finn Balor and Matt Riddle. That's an interesting matchup. Go-
1: I mean, Gunther has already expressed his interest in having Matt Riddle uh, win. So, right? You never know. That might be. You might see him show up at that with that match. Absolutely. And kind of sway the decision one way or the other.
0: Uh, Becky Lynch will be taking on Sonya Deville in the women's Money in the Bank qualifying match, and I think that just about wraps up Raw for the week.
1: Uh, over on SmackDown, we've got four. Money in the Bank qualifier matches. We have got Santos, Santos Escobar will be taking on Mustafa Ali. Butch will be taking on Baron Corbin. Uh, Michin, Mia Yim will be taking on Bailey, and Shotzi will be taking on Io Sky. I think we know who's going to win. At least Shotzi versus Io Sky. <laughs> uh, I think if yeah, it's it's going to be a, a pretty good SmackDown, to be honest with you. And again, we've got the bloodline is going to be. Probably the main focus of SmackDown. Yeah,
0: other than these qualifying matches.
1: Yeah, so I mean, we got a packed week with uh, WWE. Over on the AEW side on uh, Dynamite, uh, we're going to be hearing from MJF. Uh, I mean, that's always a good thing to hear from MJF.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll get to see who his next opponent is. If any of this uh, pillar storyline is going to kind of continue on. Or if they are going to tease what we've been hearing for a while, that Adam Cole, baby, is going to be... His next opponent. I
1: don't know. After a couple of matches he's had, it just (laughs) wasn't the greatest.
0: The last one with Britt was better, but
1: Uh, we also are going to see Ricky Stark's taking on Jay White. He would he came out. uh, Juice Robinson and Jay White confronted FTR, and and Juice ended up punching Dax in the face with a a handful of quarters. Uh, So I'm sure we're going to see something from them. But we also, like I said, Ricky Stark's be taking on Jay White. Uh, with FTR and Juice banned from ringside. Oh, I did not even see that. It, yeah. it looks.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, just a pure one-on-one, you know.
1: We also have a Texas Tornado tag team match between uh, La Faction ingaub I- In- uh Drillistico and Preston Vance versus Jungle Hook, Hook and Jungle Boy. Uh, that's going to be Really good. It's very rare you see a Tornado Tag match.
0: Yeah, I felt like kind of random, but really excited for it. But definitely the highlight of the week is going to be an AEW International Championship match between the King of Sloth style, as we said before, and the absolute... Or Tribal Sloth. Well, Tribal Sloth, one of the best champions in wrestling right now. Orange Cassidy is taking on... Swerve Strickland.
1: Arguably the best. I mean, the only one that I can even think of comparable would be Chris Statlander. But she just got her belt. Yeah. (laughs) Praise Chris Statlander. Oh, yes. Uh, But this, yeah, this is going to be a good match. Cassidy and Swerve. Uh, Swerve had a match between Big Bill and uh, Trent. Trent.
0: Yeah, it was a three-way match. The reason why
1: uh, they were in it was Big Bill and Swerve were two of the last in the 21-man battle, casino battle, blackjack battle royale uh and Trent got into this match because he sacrificed himself uh to the he succumbed to Big Bill's Big Bill's boot uh, yes. after pushing Orange Cassidy out of the way so that uh, he Swerve could ends stay up in. winning and now he has a shot at the AEW International Championship against one of the if not the greatest Well and
0: also that that match came champion. down to those particular people yep. Orange Cassidy and Swerve Strickland which yep. again if you miss the ending Swerve does an absolute great attempt at trying to bat his hands and catch the ropes after Orange Cassidy just straight kicked just his didn't. hands off the ropes. And that was the end of the the uh, casino battle royale, whatever they call the blackjack casino battle royal, whatever. Um, <laughs> See, one the gloss- of the best matches the the of, double or of wrestling
1: terms. We could do a whole podcast. Oh, my God. On pod- if you weren't a
0: wrestling fan, you'd be so confused. There's so many things like like uh, Roman's belt. Again, the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship?
1: Yeah, it's fucking championships boggle over there in WWE. I don't know what's going uh, on. Now, we've kind of reached the end of our podcast, but before we do our little outro, do got to give a shout out. Um, what's his name here? It's, I'm going to make sure I try to not completely ruin your last name. Nick Opelowski. Nick Opelowski, thank you for listening to us. We uh, He just messaged us on Facebook, uh, suggesting the 1996 King of the Ring uh, pay-per-view. For us to do a watch along uh, if you, uh, I told him we'll add it to the things We have so many things we got to watch But we will add it to the things we're we, we going to watch He uh, said you guys should do a watch along of it uh, If you guys are interested in, in seeing that Let us know, follow us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube At CAW Wrestling Pod Where we post every Monday, Wednesday And Friday uh, All of our little reactions to Smackdown Raw AEW There's going to be so much wrestling on We do <laughs> NJPW every once in a while Uh, Follow us at CW Wrestling.
0: My personal Twitter is at a bacon party and Mark's is at Gunk Dudley. Uh, If you haven't already, please do us a favor. Give us a five star review like we asked for before. Tell a friend, call your mom, you know, tell everybody about the Coffee and Wrestling or Wrestling podcast because that's how we get the word around.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's word of mouth is one of the best ways for us to get into the ears of your friends and family. And then you can have we can have this big community we can all talk about. Yeah. But thank you so much for joining us here on uh, Coffee and Wrestling, a wrestling podcast. Uh, this coming up week can be a little weird, a little preface before it happens. I have a trip I have to go to. My sibling is graduating high school. Congratulations. Golf lap. Yep, yep, yep. Um, they are going to be graduating this weekend and I am going to be flying up there. So I will be unavailable for recording this week, so uh, you... I'm
0: gonna do my best, you know. I got, I got kids, I'm like Heath Le- Heath uh, Slater. I got kids, I'm <laughs> um, gonna do my best. You might just be hearing from me personally, doing my own little podcast and coverage of the week. Uh, either way, I will still be on Twitter. So, again, make sure you follow us at CAW Wrestling Pod. And if you listen this far, thank you. We really appreciate you. We couldn't, we literally could not do it without you.
1: No, we couldn't. We couldn't. Thank you so much for joining us here at Coffee and Wrestling, the wrestling podcast. Make sure you check us out every Monday and start your week off right with a piping hot new episode. We'll see you later.